It's Sunday, July 2nd, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. George Clute is here again with your weekend story. On today's show, we're taking a look at what financial stewards, the IMF and BIS, think about crypto. I will be reading a piece that I wrote, and since I am getting ready to take over the show, it will give you a taste of the types of opinions I hold. The following is an opinion piece titled, Step Aside Blockchain Technology, IMF and BIS Have a New Crypto Buzzword. And just remember, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Last week, the International Monetary Fund, or IMF, a United Nations organization that effectively operates as a global lender of last resort, and the Bank for International Settlements, or BIS, a super governmental central banking agency, published separate reports about the future of the monetary system. Both reports mentioned crypto and central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, and were generally positive about the potential for tokenization. It's not just the big governmental organizations either. Earlier this year, the head of JP Morgan's digital assets platform said, quote, tokenization is a killer app for traditional finance, end quote. Goldman Sachs said it was examining the, quote, tokenization of real assets, end quote. And a recent research report published by financial firm Bernstein asserted that, quote, tokenization could be a $5 trillion opportunity, end quote. Even Coindesk's chief content officer, Michael Casey, wrote in March how technology has migrated the tokenization of real-world assets from, quote, closed permissionless projects onto public permissionless blockchain platforms, end quote, and suggested that, yes, this time might be different. Also, it's me. Hi, I'm the longer-serving colleague mentioned in Casey's piece who rolled his eyes at the idea that tokenization of real-world assets is viable. In any event, the IMF and BIS reports provide an interesting insight into how the bureaucrats view crypto because they both coalesce around the idea that tokenization is a killer application for crypto. The BIS wrote, quote, Today the monetary system stands at the cusp of another major leap. Following dematerialization and digitalization, the key development is tokenization, the process of representing claims digitally on a programmable platform. Parsing this quickly, dematerialization and digitalization have both happened, and both have worked wonders for the world economy and commerce. Dematerialization, as in banks keeping records on ledger entries rather than requiring the movement of physical currency with every transaction, and digitization, as in when that ledger entry practice moved from paper to digital. Tokenization, meanwhile, is a forward-looking idea that is, quote, the process of representing claims digitally on a programmable platform, end quote, to use the BIS's words. Okay, one more time but this time slower. Tokenization is the process of representing claims digitally on a programmable platform. Hold on, is this anything? Digitization of the monetary system is clearly the digital representation of financial claims. Does that mean financial technology companies, which often operate programmable platforms, is the next leap? Is that tokenization? Well, no. Tokenization in the eyes of the IMF and the BIS is the practice in which claims are traded on programmable platforms. If a blockchain is involved, those claims will likely be represented as tokens. Tokens are not just digital entries in a database. Rather, they integrate the records of the underlying asset normally found in a traditional database with the rules and logic governing the transfer process for that asset. For a home buyer, tokenization might mean that their deed is represented as a token on a blockchain like Bitcoin or Ethereum. Instead of a deed transfer signaling who the homeowner is, it'll come from the transfer of a token. Admittedly, tokenized real estate today stands on shaky foundations. Sure, the quote-unquote rules and logic governing the transfer process for that asset could exist on a token platform, 
but the exact moment a legal document or legal proceeding governs some aspect of ownership that you invalidate the entire use case for a token representing that piece of real estate. Given the actual contents of the IMF's and BIS's reports, it appears institutions are less focused on the tokenization of commodities or real estate and are far more interested in the tokenization of central bank digital currencies. First off, CBDCs deserve wider contemplation than will be offered here, but let's focus on taking on CBDCs strictly from the lens of tokenization. The central idea connecting the IMF's and BIS's reports on tokenizing CBDCs is the existence of some single or unified ledger. So distrustful are these organizations of non-central bank money, of course they are, that they must create a centralizing force to ensure the stability of settlement and quote-unquote singleness of money. The BIS defines this unified ledger as, quote, a common venue where money and other tokenized objects come together to enable seamless integration of transactions and to open the door to entirely new types of economic arrangement, end quote. Now, we're not sure what will come of these discussions, if anything at all. Plenty of countries are researching CBDCs, but only a handful have implemented these systems. One thing's for sure, the techno babble is dizzying. If the IMF, BIS, and organizations like them want to create a CBDC with a single, unified, centralized ledger, they don't need to pretend they're using cryptocurrency to do it. Conflating things like Bitcoin and the tokenization of CBDCs is misguided. At best, it's a misunderstood yearning for a more tech-enabled money system. At worst, it's a treacherous, intentional distraction from what makes Bitcoin and crypto attractive, which aren't attractive because they are digital, but because they lack central control exactly what the central banks and regulators are trying to insert. Simply signaling innovation is not actually innovating, and tokenization is hardly an improvement over what financial institutions already do. It is a distraction. It is nothing. And that's our show for today. Thank you for listening. For those of you still with us, we'd love to hear what you think. You can email podcasts at coindesk.com with the subject line, Markets Daily. I'm George Kaloudis, and this episode was produced and edited by Eleanor Paul with executive production by Jared Schwartz. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. I'll see you all tomorrow.